The World is Wrong is an extremely positive podcast where Andras Jones and Brian Connolly champion films The World is Wrong About for the Paperhouse Network. Hi, I'm Bart Davenport, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with my man, Andras Jones. a shake We're here in the studio tempting fate Wherever you are putting questions to the songs that we have randomly selected With the help of our friends Synchronicity Radio 8 Ball Show. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and this is the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. This is Radio 8 Ball Season 3. The where we are engaging the pop oracle using the Radio 8 Ball app, which is filled with every song recorded in the history of Radio 8 Ball, as well as a couple of hundred of my own. I hope by now you've downloaded the Radio 8 Ball app. If you're an iPhone user, it's free, and it allows you to play host and conduct your own musical divinations, just as we do here on the show. The app also plays the latest podcast and selects the randomly chosen Pop Oracle Song of the Day. On last week's episode of Radio 8 Ball, I asked, Is it worth telling the truth if doing so makes one an easy target? And received as my randomly chosen answer, Avenue C by Don Heffington, performed on Radio 8 Ball at Starburns Industries in Burbank, California, on May 15th, 2018. Obstacles the typical slogs. I was tossed in a pit full of menacing dogs, then sold into slavery for a ten dollar note. Surrounded well, folks, the pop oracle seems to be telling me it's time to do these shows solo for a little while, maybe until the solstice, maybe beyond. This means for the time being, the episodes will be a little shorter and a little more personal. I'll try to balance my propensity for intense and embarrassing questions with some that are a bit more whimsical and probably just as embarrassing, but I can't promise where the randomly chosen songs will lead us. 
that's just the nature of this show. I think I'm going to change things up a little bit and start by exploring today's Pop Oracle Song of the Day. It's November 19th, 2020, when I'm recording this. Every day, the Radio 8 Ball app randomly selects one of the close to 2,000 songs in the app, most of which were recorded on Radio 8 Ball, as well as a couple of hundred of my own songs. And it selects one of these as the song of the day, randomly. And this song of the day is displayed on our website and in the app. Today's pop oracle song of the day is... What's Your Secret, Cleo, from Bart Davenport, recorded on Radio 8 Ball at Starburns Industries in Burbank, California, on October 10th, 2017. It's worth noting that November 19th is a very synchronistic day. It is not only the 323rd day of the year, But on this day, there are 42 days left on the Gregorian calendar until New Year, on January 1st. Both the numbers 23 and 42 are of particular interest to those who follow synchronicity. For more on the number 23, check out the work of Robert Anton Wilson. And for more on the number 42, check out the work of Jake Kotze. November 19th is the day that Christopher Columbus, quote, discovered Puerto Rico in 1493. It's also the day Abraham Lincoln delivered the Gettysburg Address in 1863, the day the Nazis, quote, liquidated close to 6,000 Jews in the Janowska concentration camp in Lemberg in the Ukraine in 1943. It is also the birthday of... Dick Cavett, Charlie Kaufman, Allison Janney, and Meg Ryan, and the death day of labor activist Joe Hill, early Hollywood film director Thomas Ince, Mike Nichols, and Charles Manson. There are quite a few holidays and remembrances on this day, November 19th. It's a Christian feast day. It's the day of, quote, discovery of Puerto Rico in Puerto Rico, the day of missile forces and artillery in Russia, Belarus. It's Flag Day in Brazil. It's Garifuna Settlement Day in Belize, International Men's Day, go figure, Liberation Day in Mali, Martyrs Day in Uttar Pradesh, India, the Sovereign Prince's Day in Monaco, Women's Entrepreneurship Day, and World Toilet Day. How can you have International Men's Day, Women's Entrepreneurship Day, and World Toilet Day all on the same day? Well, this day is definitely doing a lot of work. So now with all of that in mind, Let's hear What's Your Secret, Cleo, from Bart Davenport. What's your secret then, Cleo? You're a league above them all. I'd be your best friend, Cleo, if I had the wherewithal. What's your secret then? 
You're the portrait of restraint It's your measured cool Clio You sketch before you paint I've been alone so long And in my eyes you do no wrong Mesmerizing me Dancing That was What's Your Secret, Cleo, from Bart Davenport. And that is today's song of the day for November 19th, 2020. That's from the early days of the podcast. Although we'd been, I've been doing Radio 8 Ball for almost uh, 17, 18 years. By the time we recorded this, this was only our 55th podcast. We're now up to 660 so a lot of synchronistic water under the bridge since then. And when that song came up, it came up as the answer to a question from Cooper Walker. And uh, his question was, are we alone? Referring to extraterrestrial life. So what does that say about today? There's a lot of uh, secrets and mystery and mesmerizing. And so I guess I'm, I'm going to think about how it relates to what I feel like is kind of a shift in the format for this show that, that's been know, gestating for the last couple of weeks. But now feels like a, a bit of a sea change. So in that respect, if the song is asking me what's my secret, if I'm the Cleo in this, uh, in this analogy, I guess one of the things I love about Radio 8 Ball is that it's like a magic trick where the magician doesn't know what the trick is. I know it works every time. But when I reach my hand into that hat, I don't know if I'm going to pull out 
a rabbit or an apocalypse or an embarrassing picture of myself from a, a different time. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. So uh, my secret, if there is, if I do have a secret, uh, it's, it's sort of the opposite of this in the, the line there in the song, there's a line you sketch before you paint. And this is sort of the opposite. I, I paint before I sketch. And then afterwards, I sketch around it, uh, around the synchronicity. Although, again, that might change in this new format. I'm, I'm sort of feeling my way through it. Uh, when I did a little research online, I found a story. We're going to be talking about Thanksgiving and indigenous issues coming up. And so I thought, well, let's look up Cleo online and maybe how Cleo might relate to I don't know the history of indigenous people on uh, the American continents and I came across a podcast called the Finding Cleo podcast which is all about an indigenous family in Canada who were in search of one of their siblings who was I guess the whole family had been put up for adoption in what they called in Canada the 60s scoop, where I guess they scooped up a lot of uh, indigenous kids and adopted them out to families in America without keeping very good records, busting up those families, busting up that culture in a similar way to the way the Trump administration was separating families at the border uh, for the last four years, but I guess maybe even more egregiously because these folks in Canada were not doing anything but living on the land that they had always lived on, as opposed to emigrating to a different country, which also should not get you separated from your family, but I guess it's one thing to separate a family when they're on the road somewhere, and it's another thing to bust into that family's house and separate them just for being who they are. It's all terrible. So, I don't know, that's something to think of, if you care to think about it, which I hope you do. Anyway, since I'm going to be doing these solo... I was thinking it might be a cool idea to tie in my synchronistic explorations here with the movies Brian Connolly and I are covering on my other podcast, The World is Wrong, and allow these to inform my questions. If you listen to this show at all, you know our format is inspired by my father's dream seminars at the Evergreen State College in the 1970s. One aspect of my father's experiments at Evergreen included interdisciplinary curriculums in which students would take my father's seminars in conjunction with a class in literature and or history and or science or mathematics. He explored the results of these experiments in his book, The Dream Poet, from 1978. My father's hypothesis was that by engaging dream consciousness into an educational curriculum, it increased the depth of the student's experience of the academic material. And in a similar way, I'm hoping that by drawing our cinematic explorations on The World is Wrong into our synchronistic explorations here, 
we may create an inspirational synergy of ideas, which is to say, it could be fun and good for our mental health. The World is Wrong episodes come out every Tuesday, and this Tuesday we'll be releasing an episode about Thunderheart and Incident at Oglala from director Michael Apted. Thunderheart is a narrative feature, and Incident at Oglala is a documentary. Both focus on the events on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in the 1970s that led to the imprisonment of Leonard Peltier, and both feature John Trudell, who was a guest on Radio 8 Ball back in 2008. This week on The World is Wrong, I'm making the case that these films should become a Thanksgiving ritual like It's a Wonderful Life and Die Hard have become on Christmas. As those of you who have been following Radio 8 Ball over the years know, I've been inviting you to join me in a ritual called Guilt Fast since the very early days of Radio 8 Ball in 1998. What is Guilt Fast? Well, from sundown the night before Thanksgiving until sundown the day of, we fast and contemplate the legacy of the land of the Americas, their history, and the lives of the original inhabitants. Full disclosure, I created this holiday, but it's not mine, and I have an inkling that although in my world I created it, I'm sure other people may have hit upon a similar idea. It just seems obvious. In America, we don't have a Day of Atonement, and it really seems like we should. Probably several. As far as things to be thankful for, the World is Wrong podcast and my co-host Brian Connolly are high on the list, especially considering the challenging turn Radio 8 Ball has taken over the last few weeks. Having a regular opportunity to appreciate movies with a humorous and encyclopedic fellow-minded cinephile has been something of a psychological lifesaver, to me at least. So, gratitude is warranted. I also want to take this moment to say thank you to all of our new listeners in India. We were recently added to Geosan and Ghana, and it looks like we have a whole bunch of new listeners, mostly in Maharashtra and in Dadra and Nagar Havali, but with growing numbers in Delhi and Karnataka. So, on behalf of Radio 8 Ball and the Pop Oracle, Danyavad. That's uh, thank you in Hindi. And now for my question to the Pop Oracle. I have now opened the Radio 8 Ball app, which is filled with every song recorded in the history of Radio 8 Ball and is available for free from the iTunes App Store. Okay, so on this week's The World is Wrong episode about Thunderheart and Incident at Oglala, I talk about taking part in the 100th Monkey protest at the Nevada nuclear test site on western Shoshone land in the state of Nevada the month that Thunderheart was released, and that was April of 1992. That week that I spent in the atomic desert totally changed the trajectory of my life. It did so in ways that I understand 
and ways that I may never consciously understand. Which brings me to my question. How did the hundredth monkey action in 92 affect me in ways I don't know? And now, to engage the pop oracle, I'm going to give it a shake. And the answer is the Bob Dylan song, I Pity the Poor Immigrant, performed by God Goes to Denver Seeking Love on Radio 8 Ball on KAOS in Olympia on March 7th, 2006. Pass. 
And that was I Pity the Poor Immigrant, performed by God Goes to Denver Seeking Love. That is a Bob Dylan song that originally appeared on 1967's John Wesley Harding album from Bob Dylan, his eighth studio record. And that was the answer to my question. How did the 100th monkey action in 92 affect me in ways I don't know? Hmm. Well, let's just unpack some of the mystery here. First of all, as we've explored in a previous episode, God Goes to Denver Seeking Love is a band who I have no idea who they are. I'm pretty sure they just came up with that name in the studio on the day, and they probably just reached out to me that week about being on the show, and that uh, that was sort of my booking st- uh, strategy on Radio 8 Ball, sort of a synchronistic approach. If you wanted to be on the show, then if you wanted to be on the show and I didn't have a guest already booked, then you could be. So... Here we have God Goes to Denver Seeking Love, this mystery band whose name itself implies a migration. And now this song about pitying the poor immigrant. And it's a really uh, a conflicting song because while Dylan says that he pities the poor immigrant, a lot of the language he uses is, well, listen to these lines. I pity the poor immigrant who wishes he would have stayed home, who uses all his power to do evil, but in the end is always left so alone. That man whom with his finger cheats and who lies with every breath, who passionately hates his life and likewise fears his death. That sounds a lot more like the European invaders, than sort of what we think of as the immigrant coming to America. Uh, Although I suppose there are definitely people who are extremely xenophobic and hostile to immigrants and the idea of immigration. I kind of feel like that, well, I guess there's one reading of that, that this could be a song from a hypocritical modern American who says that they pity the poor immigrant, but their pity is laced with disdain and hatred. But considering my question about the 100th monkey action in 1992, and I'll just explain it really briefly, there was a protest against nuclear testing on the Western Shoshone land, which is where the Nevada nuclear test site is uh, is located. And it was a protest against the nuclear testing there that was led by Western Shoshone elders and also uh, Japanese activists who are opposed to nuclear testing for obvious reasons that are very close to home for them. And the whole event um, was inspired by the story of the 100th monkey in the book of the same title by Ken Keyes, not Ken Kesey. Uh, In this story, when one monkey 
on a series of islands learned a new behavior, which was washing her sweet potatoes in the water. This new behavior was picked up by her fellow monkeys, growing at a normal rate as other monkeys watched and learned until one day researchers noticed monkeys of the same species on other islands that had no contact with the initial monkey beginning to exhibit the new behavior of washing their sweet potatoes in the water. And this led the researchers to propose that once a new idea hits a certain threshold within a species, say the hundredth monkey, uh, it becomes ubiquitous, or uh, as Thomas Jefferson might say, self-evident. This theory and my experiences at the event inspired my band's album, Mr. Jones and the Fascists, In Search of the Hundredth Monkey, from 1993. My experience at the Hundredth Monkey protest was kind of a mystical experience for me in that I was invited by a new friend who just sort of stuck out of the crowd at this party I was at with Jacob Dylan and a bunch of other Hollywood types uh, that month. And uh, her name was Raven. And she ended up not going. And neither did any of the other friends who had convinced me to go. So... After a raucous night of playing music with my band, Mr. Jones and the Previous, at the Central in Hollywood, I had to decide if I was going to go by myself or uh, just keep doing what I was doing. And I chose to drive to Vegas to join the march alone, totally unprepared, showing up at the beginning of a five-day march from Las Vegas to Mercury, Nevada, where the Nevada nuclear test site was preparing to detonate a nuclear weapon under the earth. I wasn't wearing the right shoes and I didn't bring a tent. I I did bring my guitar and spent the days singing and marching in my Converse All-Stars. And what should have been an uncomfortable and potentially dangerous event ended up being totally transformative for me. Uh, We stopped the test. I met my wife. I was inspired toward my next album, which led to touring with Wavy Gravy on the Nobody for President tour in 1992, and ultimately to leaving Hollywood and moving to Olympia and hitting the road as an independent musician. And... In that sense, I feel like maybe I was the poor immigrant. And I feel like that's maybe, this goes to the question I asked and then just the stuff I was talking about beforehand that, you know, when I I encourage people to participate in guilt fast in the day before Thanksgiving, or I encourage people to make watching Thunderheart and an incident at Oglala a part of their Thanksgiving rituals. I think a lot of people take it as like, oh, why are you trying to bum me out, Andras? I just want to be thankful and eat some turkey and watch a football game. And come on, I just want to enjoy family. I don't want to think about genocide. And I guess 
the disdain and the pity that this song expresses to the poor immigrant is what I feel towards people who react to guilt fast or the idea of including these films in the Thanksgiving ritual. I respond to them the same way, which is this sense of like, I am hostile to your ignorance, but I do pity you in that you are separated from, you're an immigrant in your, you're an immigrant to your own history in a way like you, you have not been welcomed or welcomed yourself into reality. And John Trudell, who appears in Thunderheart and also was a big part of the documentary of Incident at Oglala and who appeared on Radio 8 Ball, this was sort of his his bread and butter as far as what he was constantly trying to remind people is that we are not, it's that our minds are imprisoned by our prejudices and our attachment to the illusion of modernity, the illusion of progress, the illusion of America as we tell it to ourselves as opposed to as it is. And so... I suppose when I'm interpreting this, I'm thinking about how people don't understand the idea or the concept of guilt fast and what inspired me to begin propagating this this ritual. But if I turn it around on myself and I look at how did the 100th monkey action in 92 affect me in ways I don't know. Well, I do think it's interesting that this record came out on December 27th, 1967, and that would be the season in which I was being conceived. I was born in August of 68. And that makes me think of the pop oracle song of the day, What's Your Secret Cleo from Bart Davenport, because I, I was sort of was sort of bouncing around in the back of my head, and then it all clicked in that what's your secret? Cleo is like what's your secret? Leo with a C, C plus Leo, and Leo would be my birth sign. And uh, I was born in August, which is the eighth month, and this is Dylan's eighth studio record. And in last week's episode when we got Avenue C as the answer to my question from Don Heffington, who, by the way, has played with Bob Dylan. I I was talking about how C could mean, how the letter C, like an Avenue C, could mean vision. So maybe there's something about having a vision that separates you and makes you an immigrant. So... There's something personal for me about the idea of, you know, we can't, we don't, you know, we're, we're an immigrant born into this world, right, from, from eternity. We come from eternity, and we are immigrants on this plane for the time we are. 
And uh, yeah, so there's something there about just my own origins, the mystery of uh, God goes to Denver seeking love. Uh, I don't know who they are. I don't know who I was before I was born. Um, so, I mean, it's a hard thing to ask. How did I, how did the hundredth monkey action in 92 affect me in ways I don't know? Um, I guess I'll just be very literal and say that something about that experience was like the experience of an immigrant coming to a new country. And in my case, my experience was one of being extremely welcomed. And, uh, and that sense of welcome is something I guess I've spent a lot of my life since then seeking out. And I have to say that many of the people I met and got to know at that event are still important people in my life, even if I don't see them as much as I used to. They still hold a large space in my, in my thoughts and in my heart. And I think I'm just going to let the let the magic of this song work on me, and I'll encourage you to do the same. Um, maybe there's an action, there's something that you took part in that had a big effect on you. Think about what does 1992, does April of 1992 have a particular meaning for you? Because that's when these events took place for me, and this is when the film Thunderheart was released followed up by incident at Oglala a few months later. Uh... Well, that's how these episodes are going to run for a little while. I highly encourage following along with the World is Wrong podcast, so you'll be up to speed on the films I'll be referencing. Next week's is Solo, a Star Wars story, which is pretty perfect considering the new format of this show. If you listen to this week's episode of The World is Wrong, you can hear a sample of John Trudell's appearance on Radio 8 Ball at the end of our episode on Thunderheart and Incident at Oglala. I don't usually uh, announce it, but I'll be recording the next one of these episodes on Thursday, November 26th at noon Pacific Standard Time during my guilt fast. And you are welcome to join me, if you like, by fasting from sundown the night before and paying particular attention to the synchronicities during that hour. The episode will come out at its regular time the following Sunday, and there is no way for us to, like, we're not going to do this on Zoom. This is just an invitation for you to join me in the non-local space that is created when we engage synchronicity, and I would say also when we fast. At any rate, I just want to thank you all for giving your attention and intention to this episode of Radio 8 Ball Season 3, The Appening. Please remember to subscribe to Radio 8 Ball in your podcast app. And if you like the show, please help other people find us by rating and reviewing Radio 8 Ball positively. If you tell your synchronicity story, I'll read it on the show. Of course, we encourage you to download the Radio 8 Ball app from the iTunes App Store. And finally, I do hope you'll join our Patreon campaign. 
The Patreon link is in the show notes. We're going to go out with my Thanksgiving song from my album, A Curmudgeon for All Seasons, from the year 2000, and the song Thwack. And with that, I'm out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. says thank you like killing a bird like killing a bird like killing a bird yeah nothing says thank you like nothing i've heard like killing a bird nothing says thank you like breaking your word or casting a curd or punching a nerd